welcome to Sivan Shriki's podcast. Um, here I'm just, uh, welcome to Sivan Shriki's podcast where, uh, this is just a talk show where I give my fucking opinions on pretty much anything. And today's show topic is, uh, is sex. Um, I'm, I'm really just here to, uh, discuss everything about sex. What, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, attitude, style, confidence, you know, swagger, if it's this or that. Um, and the whole point of the show is just to talk and give my opinion and to inform people, amuse them, say things, act in a way that is just fun, so crazy, so insane that you're going to laugh. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the, the way it is. And this show is just about a guy in his fucking bedroom with a flag and some, you know, some pieces of foam that are supposed to absorb the sound so it doesn't sound so bad in this room. You know, acoustic panels. Um, and uh, it's, it's just, you have all these apps, you have this whole thing Sex is at its its peak. People are fucking addicted to it. Uh, you know, uh, avoiding um, avoiding religion, ditching re- religion because sex is more important. Um, and clothing that's sex, cars that's sex, perfume, cologne, brushing your teeth, making sure you're fit, exercising. That's all for sex. That's why we all do it. That's why everybody does it. You go to the gym, you eat right, you dress right, you smell right, you act right. It's all for sex. Yeah, it's an orgasm, whatever the fuck it is. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, just, uh, well, one of those amazing things where you gotta be this character. Not only when you're in front of a girl, because the way you act in front of a guy and a girl is completely different. Completely different. Not only do we blow each other off. I mean, like, canceling dates. Ditching each other when you don't want to. So they'll come back for more. It's this crazy... Watch Patrice O'Neill. He knows fucking everything. But sex is so important because it's how you don't feel alone anymore. It's how you feel good about yourself, confident. Or you got ego, you got fucking self-esteem, you got something going for you. And just look at John Travolta. That guy got so much pussy. Or look at uh, the Dice Man. I'm become, I was coming up with his character, which is just a hack ripoff of Travolta and the Dice Man. It's me, it's John Travolta. Okay, it's, it's this guy who's like almost telling something. He's getting so much sex, you know, and he's just going to get this swagger. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Twitching a little bit, but I didn't know I am. You know, <laughs> I was in Pulp Fiction, Gary, Grease, Sudden Neck Fever. <laughs> Come on, it's me. I'm a huge star. You got to know I am. You motherfucker. I know I fucking am. <laughs> I'm Judge Travolta. I don't know his middle name, but fuck. It's, it's me, Okay. <laughs> I got so 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 many things for you, okay? It's, come on, no, no, I'm balding. It's it's not good, okay? It's bad, you know. Holy shit, John Joseph Joseph Travolta, okay? Come on, that's me, okay?
so sex is sex is everything everything you do everything other people do it's for that you gotta buy everything gotta change your life People that have sex and people that don't have sex are polar opposites. They're completely different from one another. It's fucking amazing. It really is. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, no, but really, it's just sex is what people are obsessed with. It runs the world. It's fucking everything. Um. Not literally fucking everything, but it's, you know, it's that thing. It's the fucking everything. But it really is. Um, going with characters. That's what comedy is when you're on stage doing stand-up. You're, uh, you're a person. You're a character. You're not yourself. You're somebody else. You can speak dirty. You can do pretty much whatever the fuck you want. And... You're on stage and you're just telling these jokes, these lines to another person. It's a scene that you're doing. You're talking to another person and they're just telling you their life. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's see. Oh, oh. I'm going to talk and give you my opinion on everything. Okay. So let's let's dive a little deeper into this, not just go to the next thing. You have these dating apps. Tinder, Grinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever the fuck these are. Got the gay ones, got the this, got the that. Um, people are on them, and it's everything to them. You know, the, the profile, the likes, the fucking views, it's fucking everything. And you see models on, on, on these um, fucking these idiot models on Instagram or TikTok. And sure, they're hot, but they're stupid as fuck. They're really dumb. There's, there's tons, tons. If you want, ever follow, um, if you ever follow, uh, um, InstaTalk on Twitter, you'll find all the hottest models. And um, they're fucking everywhere. And they're dumb. They eat right. They look right. But they don't think they're beautiful. And that's a big fucking problem. They're just like, I'm going to keep eating this disgusting salad because I want to look pretty. And I'm going to put on some fucking makeup and do some exercises and starve myself because I want to look pretty and get a bunch of attention. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think mean, I see this. I need mean, to see what's what's going on here. Okay, it's, they're these these hot rods who who just want attention. You know, in the bikini suits, things like that. It's, come on, it's uh, a little crazy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's uh, just one of those things. Just one of those, and it's everywhere. People love everything that has anything to do with sex. Dieting, exercising, style or fashion, being confident, socializing, physical, uh, what, what is it called? Like physical, uh, such bullshit, but it's like mm, physical attention or physical appreciation or um, another one's like uh, physical, 
can't think of the word, motherfucker. You've been doing, or even acting. You can't tell me that's not gay. Like, it's so erotic, the acting, you know? Um, Or even being a model, or following models, or watching porn, or masturbating, or candles, or food, or, um, or, um, poetry. You think that's not gay? It's pretty like, <laughs> um, uh, think. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it was like physical appreciation or f- physical affection, what the fuck it was, um, but all, all these things, and, um, it's all for sex, sex is like this bigger than life thing, people think it's the, what will make you happy, make you feel good for the rest of your life, and they keep coming back to it, and they keep doing it, of course it's not gonna work, but, they think it will, and yet they, uh, they keep on doing it, they keep on doing it, uh, it's just one of those, one of the things that don't make a lot of All right, let me tell you a story um, real quickly. So I was going out with this girl, this uh, black woman. I'm not going to say her name, (laughs) Ernie's. And the entire time, it was just about Mm -hmm. sex. Little did I know. And right around that time is when I I just discovered that um, pretty much every dating app ever is just for sex, like Bumble. Sex, Tinder, sex, grinder. It's all just sex. If you don't think that all people are thinking about is banging one another, you're out of your mind. I mean, there are people who feel sexual at the age of like 12 or 13. It's like, holy shit. Ooh, that weird. I don't even know what sex was till I was like out of high school. Then I realized what it was. I was at graduation of all places. And I was, oh, so that's what that is. That's why all those girls were looking at me weird. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even know what an erection was. I just had to pee really badly. <laughs> I had no idea. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eh. Okay. I didn't even know when I was at high school what the fuck was going on, man. I was so confused, you know. I knew what pornography was. No, of course not. No, <laughs> no, no. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um. Anyway, uh, you know, it's this, it's this guy who didn't know what sex was for a place or two, you know. In the backseat of a car, and you could have been at fucking uh, one of those places, those those high school dances, you know. Uh, what are those called? Uh, the groom dance, or uh, the, the the fall dance, and the winter dance, you know. The uh, what those were called? I don't, I don't remember. That was five or six years ago. I don't fucking remember. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. 
And you know, it's just, come on, it's crazy. Sex is fucking everything, you know what I mean? Not literally fucking everything, but sex to people is, is the world. It's why we exercise, it's based on what we eat. It's why we eat, it's why we exercise, it's why we talk the way we do, it's why we dress the way we do, smell the way we do, talk the way we do, act the way we do, you know, sleep the way we do. Stay as long enough as we do in the fucking bathroom, you know what it is? Nobody knows what it fucking is, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I just gotta tell you, uh... Sex is fucking everything. Everybody knows that sex is fucking everything. It truly, it truly is. Sex is the world. I think all these apps. Anyway, I was with this girl, black girl. The entire time, I kind of felt like a small guy, you know? The white guy with the big black chick. That was me. That was this guy. That was me. Didn't feel like the alpha male. Felt like the, the beta male. The small guy. I just screwed it up until she was pissed enough to leave. Uh, I saved myself some pretty big embarrassments. Tell you that much. Tell you that much. Yeah. Gonna close out this ad for McAfee. McAfee, yeah. Let's close that out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so. So sex is fucking everything. You know what it is? People love sex, but it's taking over the world. It's an obsession. It's a fucking addiction. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Streaming sex talk show on Twitch. Writing that down. And this is a fucking video. You know what I mean? This is a fucking video about me talking about sex. And people, I was with this girl and I had to break it off. You know, she had a kid. It was alright. I didn't even know it was about sex. I thought it was just, you know, dating this and that, you know? You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so relationships are only about sex. If there's no sex involved, that's not a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That's just a fucking friend, you know what I mean? <laughs> come on, come on. This doesn't mean shit. doesn't mean shit, okay? <laughs> come on, yeah, yeah. So, so sex is like... What the people is something, you know? People just love sex. They just, they're crazy about it. It's why we, we go to bars and get drunk. It's why we do drugs, you know? You get some cocaine and get laid pretty quickly. Yeah, okay. People hide, yeah, so all of a sudden when I have sex, for some reason, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just in my room with this fucking flag in the fucking background. And just, I'm broadcasting here, you know, to my local radio station, hey, hey guys, I'm spinning DJ records, and I'm just this guy, I'm the sex man, the ripoff of Travolta and the Dice Man, the Andrew Dice Clay Man, yeah, okay, come on, what you, what you even doing here, okay, I'm this guy who's, who's in like four good movies, and I got laid, I a whole head of hair, Chicks digged me, man. I'm walking down the street, said night fever, in the car, and Carrie spilling the pig's blood. Fucking, uh, grease. Fucking, uh, in the car again, Pulp Fiction. In every movie, I'm in a car. I'm in a car, having sex with a girl, and said night fever. I'm in a car, and Carrie. I'm in a car, and Pulp Fiction. I'm in a car, and grease, you know, whatever it is. Come on. Every movie I'm in, I'm in a fucking car, <laughs> you know. And, uh, sex. Sex and all, all those things, okay? 
I tell you that much, okay? Tell you that fucking much. This is a pretty short video, I don't know, 16, 17 minutes, something like that, okay? I'm just telling you, I'm gonna wrap it up here, okay? Sex is the world to everybody. People are obsessed. It's an addiction. Go to fucking AA or SA, whatever the fuck it is. Sexaholics Anonymous. Okay, go to SA immediately. But he's addicted. And I think I am too. Two principles of biology. Survive with the fittest. Learn to, to you know, adapt to a new fuck fucking environment. And that's what's happening to people. So you can't be a monk. You can't be a pilgrim. It just it, it don't work. It just don't fucking work. Okay. And uh, I gotta say goodbye. Alright, for the next uh, part of the show, I just wanna. I wonder how, how people write their stories, live a full goddamn life, and they will just write a book, you know? They're, they're fucking comedians. Authors, people who write biographies about an entire lifetime, decades and decades of these fucking memories. You know, I read uh, Rodney's book, I read Artie's book, Kumia's book, and those are fucking stories packed. You gotta be big to write a story like that. Um, where Kumia, it was the Opie and Anthony story from the perspective of Anthony, and then. Artie Lang, it's behind the scenes of the Howard Stern show, growing up, the comic he became, you know, all that shit, um, and, um, uh, Rodney's book, you know, having to work, like, really work at 9, 10, 11, grocery clerk, selling eggs, just so he could afford to buy his mother a six-pack of beer. Um, let's hope I sell more eggs so you can drink more kegs. <laughs> um, you know? And he just lived a full... His father wasn't even there. Mother wasn't there. Not really. She wasn't present. She was there. What a shitty mother he had. Like these great fucking stories. And I got more where um, I ordered Rickles' book. Um... Norm's book, uh, a little bit about uh, Lenny Bruce and Speaking Dirty, uh, the Jonathan Winters book, two of them, um, the letters in the life of uh, Marilyn Monroe, which I hope there's a little conspiracy there and uh, to explain everything that went on with them, um, you know, uh, JFK and RFK and that was a threesome, what the fuck was going on there, but uh, I really just want to fucking know... Uh, what was going on there, you know? Holy shit. And really with any uh, kind of a podcast or uh, a radio show, you're supposed to play a persona or a character. I don't really know how to fucking do that, you know? So I'm just going to be this this guy just speaking to a microphone, you know? You're either on a stage in front of a camera or you're just this small webcam and the little mic here, you know, like Tim Dillon's got or Alex Jones has got or Kumia or even uh, Gavin. Um, but, uh, you know, truly just, you have to live a life, and I don't feel like I have lived that kind of a full life with all those memories, like, 
I haven't lived that shitty of a fucking life where my parents either aren't there or just shitty, shitty for like Rodney or Artie where his dad died, fell off a roof. Like he's the best stories. These drug stories, running away, and when he did the the getaway with the car and he did a 180 and he got away from his friend. So uh, the, the producers from Mad TV wouldn't fucking throw him in jail. All the cocaine stories and the heroin stories. It's fucking, the guy has the best. Most of the people listening to this are young kids, don't even know what the fuck comedy is, don't even like it, don't even care. Well, fuck you. Comedy is one of the greatest things ever. And, and all these fucking broadcasters, I really wish Don Imus would have written a fucking book. You know what I mean? I wish Don Imus... Instead of writing a book from, uh, you know, as the voice of Billy Solargus, I'm preaching to the people. Oh Lord, Hallelujah, Hallelujah! No, I don't give a shit. Talking about Jesus and shit. I want Don's voice. Don hardly ever talked. He talked here and there, but mostly it was the news, the weather, the sports, politics. It was boring as fuck. He did some stuff here and there, but underrated guy really fucking underrated um so you have these people writing these books these fucking comedians telling their stories on stage really you have to use your imagination to understand what's going on because they're describing it and it's a visual thing it's, it's great no props no nothing just personality charm or charisma and uh just sense of humor that's really fucking it. And people are writing these fucking books, and they're good. They're good. Rodney's book is goddamn hilarious. So fucking funny and real at the same time. Jim Norton wrote a book. I hope he didn't write a book, but Kumi wrote a book. Most big comics, comedians, or uh, even like um, radio guys writing books fucking amazing so good and in school you don't there's not something you learn in school really ever it's such bullshit um and uh it just seems like these guys are just got these booming voices and when i was a kid i thought books were boring and they didn't really matter but i remember reading the foreword to Artie's book and just hearing howard's voice i had to pretend to hear it because I can't hear voices, I'm not crazy. But you hear this fucking voice. So, like, oh shit, <laughs> shit. And it's like he's there with you. He's next to your fucking ear, like it's ASMR or some shit. And it's, I'm telling you, fucking amazing. Goddamn hilarious. Howard was so phony and fake. And so was uh, Artie when he uh, thanked him. On the air back in like 2009, like years ago, 11, 12 years ago. He's written many books. The Two Bad to Fish, Crash and Burn, Wanna Bet, and then his fourth one, wherever that one's gonna be called, or is called. Um, but uh, I look like crap. You know, I see all these good looking guys, I can't compete with that shit, but I just hope to God, oh fuck, did I fart badly. Oh shit, does that smell? You're so fucking lucky. Ah, oh, that shit burns. And um, and I, I exercise because I, I feel weak, and exercising makes you feel better, 
more like a man, guy. Testosterone just pumping through my fucking veins and my blood all of a sudden. I feel good. I feel strong. I feel in control. There's nothing better. Just walk, 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 walk. Go for a little jog. Do some push-ups, stomach crunches. Um, pulling on the weights. Pushing up. Nothing fucking better than that. Really nothing. <laughs> nothing fucking better than that. I'll tell you that much. Um, but uh, I'll make sure I'm recording still. Um, let's see. Yeah, okay, good. Um, but but really, you got these great fucking books. I read a bunch of them. All these great comics I just adore. Even Bob Obert one and how much he loves golf. I'm not really a big Bob O fan. I'm not really a big golf fan either. Um, there was one from the perspective of Mr. Bean, maybe. But mostly people who play themselves, write these great books about their lives, and it's a story, and it's not fictional. It's fucking great. You know, there's... There's Rickles in his bi- biography, and there's one about all the letters he wrote, probably to his wife, and he was, or wrote to his mother when he was in the Navy. Um, like all these great guys, I just admire that. Other people do too, and it's fucking great. It's fucking you're reading these books, and it's not only is it honest, it's hilarious. It's intimate. You feel close to this person. These are not things they have said before. They have things they have kept under wraps, kind of secret on the hush hush. If if not, they haven't already said already. If they haven't said already, I mean. So uh, that's a little that's a little bad there. So uh, it's just like um, I I want to do that. I want to write a book like that, and I'm trying to. I have all these stories and memories I remember. Um, I remember one, one time I was talking to my dad, and we were just bullshitting because he was blackout, out of his mind, wasted drunk, and I was just telling him stuff and. It was so wacky, making me laugh, and that was a good father-son moment. I don't think I'll ever have another one like that. But things like that happening, and I'm not not just that, but his life, stories he would tell, um, and how shitty my mother is, not even human practically. Um, and he got all these memories. They're not as crazy. I didn't work as a kid. I didn't see my aunts beat up my mother like Rodney did. I didn't um, have my father become paralyzed like um, Superman. What's the guy's name? Uh, Son of a bitch. Uh, Superman 1978. What's that guy's name again? Uh, Fucking um, Christopher Reeve. Getting... Artie's father was paralyzed in a chair like Christopher Reeve, you know? Not exactly, but like him. Who funny, not even funny enough, but weirdly enough, was roommates with uh, Robin Williams. I don't know if he, he wrote a book. I'll have to check that out. Um, Let's see. Uh, Robin Williams' book. Uh, Written work, maybe. Um, I don't know. He wrote a lot of fiction. Maybe not. I don't even sure. Nah, I don't even know if he wrote a book. But, um, I think Carson did, though. There are a lot of, like, children's kind of books. Um, I'm able to find a couple of them on uh, eBay here. Let me take a peek. 
Um, but you got these great books, and I'm just obsessed with this idea because anybody can do it. It's simple. You've lived it. It's not that hard. It's really not. Misery is a Blind Day is one of his books. And the other one, Happiness is a Dry Martini. What a couple books. Got some pictures in them. They're, uh, they're colorful. They're fun. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, uh, this episode of uh, my podcast are just... Me telling me the news, telling me what's going on in the fucking world. Really just people arguing back and forth, trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives. People are really just... It's very interesting to see how people direct their lives without marriage. It used to be about the 20th century, even before that. Marriage was the thing. You'd go to the army, come back, get married, have kids, and you have a pretty stable job. And usually your father's job or your father-in-law's job. And you just do that, keep going, raise the kids, bullshit with your buddies, Navy buddies, work buddies, go to a bar, get drunk, come home. And the wife is in the kitchen with the kids. Because that's what they're good at. What Not even good at, really. But that's what they enjoy. And they're going to get pissed at that. So fuck you. No, but that, that's what they... um. That's what they enjoy. That's what fulfills a lot of women is being a stay-at-home mother. I don't even like working. That's bullshit. You know? <laughs> Fuck you. They they actually like staying at home and relaxing. Men can withstand more physical labor and handle pressure better than women. It's, it's a fucking fact. You know? Um, there's a reason why women can't work when they're pregnant. Not because they're pregnant. Because that's how they're built. They can't withstand that kind of physical labor. They need to relax. You know? Being a woman isn't easy, and therefore, it's not enjoyable. <laughs> so, you know, you got to stay on the down low. But it's interesting to see how people direct their lives. It's really just, um, you grow up, you kind of get sexual at a young age, you go out, you have fun, you go to college, you get a little degree, you kind of get a job, you eat junk, you do drugs, you get, not, you eat junk, you get, you do drugs, you get drunk. Um... And then, uh, pretty much after that, it's just either you're dead or you keep going, get married to somebody you know. It seems like with a lot of people I know, people get get married pretty young. Um, and then uh, you just uh, kind of juggle some things back and forth and have a kid. You know, it's pretty much the same thing, except there's a little more freedom and a lot more self destruction going on. And uh, that's what. Oh fuck! I forgot to turn on the light. Son of a bitch. I have to turn on the light. I gotta turn on that light. I mean, for audio, you can't hear anything. Um, but for video, you can hear a lot. I mean, see, see a lot. Not hear. What the fuck am I talking about now? <laughs> this guy's all crazy. <laughs> I tell you that um, But it's, um, this is more. Th- this show, really, when you're by yourself, you just. You either rant or you, you, you give advice. Or you analyze a little philosophy here and there. Um, I don't know how great the, the fucking lighting is, but it's uh, it's good good enough for me. It's good enough for me. Um, but it really, it's just really like back in the day on TV, people would just there would be a guy in front of a camera. There's a clock. That's it. No special effects. No fancy nothing. And you just deliver the goddamn news. Today, this is. Hold on a second. I'll actually get a date so I can actually practice. Because um, a lot of reporting on assassination, especially in the 60s. Um, today, I bring you 
breaking news, December 8th, 1980. John Lennon has just been assassinated by some fat guy. You know? Uh, or breaking news. Uh, I'm going to fucking destroy this impression, but... Ladies and gentlemen, I give you heartbreaking news. The president has just been assassinated in Dallas. The date is November 22nd, 1963. This is a day in history we will all remember. Or something better than that. Actually, we shitty. Um, but uh, much, it's just like that. You're just looking in the camera. With your hands like this, like you're a fucking news anchor. You're just fucking, you're talking, and they just doing shit out. Jonathan Winters, that just came out. A little weird. I love when characters just pour out. It's, yeah, no, no. Hey, hey, Johnny, can you can you fill up my uh my uh, uh beer? Beer bottle? I'm quite thirsty. Yes, mommy. Thank you, dear. Thank you. <laughs> Johnny Winters like Carson. Some of the funny shell the hats he wore. He was dressed up as a Civil War soldier or general. Uh, a baseball guy. You know, the baseball hat. Whatever, whoever he was. That, that one show we did with the fucking Robin Williams. Ah, guy. Really, just a fun, fun guy. I mean, fun. Fun. That guy is so goddamn fun, I tell you that much. Jonathan Winters is great. I ordered like a picture book of his. Yeah, I don't know, like the 80s it came out. He uh, promoted that on Carson. Um, same way I found out about Easy Money, which is a great movie with uh, Joe Pesci and Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> and there's that one line in the movie, probably the funniest moment in the whole thing. The funniest thing about the movie is when Rodney and his wife um, uh, are about to get their daughter married. And they are a younger uh, kid, too. So there's Rodney, his wife... Not even Rodney, whatever the fuck his character is. Um, whoever his character is. Uh, their oldest daughter is about to get married to a fucking Puerto Rican dude. And uh Puerto Rican man. And uh, <laughs> um, they have a younger daughter as well. And then then his, his mother-in-law com- com- comes in. And she's just complaining about everything. And this guy's addicted to everything. Booze, weed, cigarettes, gambling... You name it. Uh, sex, probably, too. Um, and, uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about the life he's lived and the fact that he was addicted to practically all those things. Probably have to get clean at some point if he got married or whatever the fuck. To fill the void, I mean, that is difficult. Like, that's really, 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 like, scale of, like, 10 to a thousand, 10 to a hundred kind of like pain, painful, difficult. That's tough shit. That is like, mm, damn. <laughs> Holy shit, is that tough? <laughs>
That is something else. But she says, Enough with your smoking. And this guy's gonna marry your daughter. He's gonna marry your daughter with the fucking the, the, the cigarettes. And he's drinking. Oh, you smell awful. And she says, You know what? You're the inspiration for twin beds. I just butchered this joke. It went on a ramble for too long. Anyway, I mean, fuck. Um, I remember what I was talking about now, but I'm bringing it to a closer. Bring it to a close, a compilation of a bunch of edits. 